Welcome to the Art of the Dive. International break is almost over and game week 30 is on the horizon. Jake, how are you, buddy? Hey, there. Oh, you had a little break here, you know, a little FPL break. Are you feeling energized? Um, in real life, yes. For FPL life, no. You're still FPL burned out, huh? Yeah. I just need the next season, but that's okay. <laughs> but real life excited, huh? That's good. Yeah, I feel refreshed in real life. That'll wow. end soon as I go back to work, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, because you have to. You have a job. Yeah. That's tough. Um, well, I, I mean, there's a lot to kind of like discuss. We didn't do a pod last week because of the international break. Um, and now we've got just a couple days here to kind of decide what we're going to do with our teams and how we're going to move forward. Uh, personally, I don't really know. In fact, I'm a little embarrassed to be even recording a podcast right now. I haven't been on Twitter. I have not been on Discord for basically like three weeks. Um, it's been insane. Where are you at? I'm going to guess nowhere, right? Because normally I'm the one that has to like look everything up anyways. So, um, I mean, I know there's news and rumors of double oh. game weeks. Do I know when they are or for sure if they're a thing no i do not there was a but, point well there was a point in our fpl podcast career where we like were good at like we we did yeah. research and stuff wasn't there yeah we need to get back to that next year but anyways i'm not gonna wild card this week because my team's like perfect i feel which means i'll get destroyed what what happened what happened i, I don't know what was that noise it sounded like something like you got punched in the side of the face Oh, I didn't hear anything. Oh, all right. I was hoping you got punched but, in the side of the face. Did you smack your microphone really hard? What What were you doing? No, I, I didn't touch my microphone. I don't know. Okay. I hope people that are listening heard that noise as well. I don't know. Maybe not. But um, <laughs> It's got to be good. on my end because I didn't even hear it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, so so that was a thing. I mean, I think there's a question about that later, right? About wild cards, Jake. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a thing for me. I had like kind of thought I was wild carding and then I looked at my team and I was like, oh, it's, it's not actually terrible. Maybe I need to hold, but, but then it's confusing too, right? Because there's not that many game weeks left. So we kind of got to yep. figure that yeah. out. Um, that's a big topic. Obviously, like you said, a, a topic for today, we'll be talking a little bit about, um, there, there has been a double game week announcement, uh, in 32, there's some blanks coming in 33. And then we have some predictions from, uh, Ben Krillin about what might be coming, um, after that and what might be happening. So, uh, really just as, as has been the case, it's been a confusing year just in terms of what's going on. So let's get into the pod, Jake, and kind of start discussing things. Um, Neil wrote in, uh, life reminder, figuring uh, or finding the balancing act of, of finding time to enjoy and do well with FPL, which is a great distraction while still maintaining a healthy balance of work and some semblance of social life in these crazy times. That's good little advice. It's... um. I know for me, I haven't done, and I talked about this on the last pod, so I'm not going to get into this again, but I haven't done any FPL and I will continue. This is just where I'm at right now. Um, my job has been uh, pretty crazy. It's just how it is because of COVID. So like people that don't know, I, I coach like a soccer team. That's actually my job full time, which is kind of insane. But um, uh, because of COVID, the season got moved to the spring and now we're playing this like condensed mini season. It's an absolute mess. And uh it's it's fun but it's just 
you know, I go from working like a pretty standard 40 hours a week to like 60 to 70 hours a week. And it's just, if I want to have time, like with my family and, um, and like be able to literally just like take time to wash the dishes and things like that, then I can't do a lot of FPL right now. And that's okay. Um, I think that that's just kind of how the game, how the game works. And we have to find that balance. Wouldn't you agree, Jake? Yes. But I'm not going to well pull said. a Jake. I'm not going to use it, pull a Jake and use it as an excuse for my poor performances. Not going to do that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Uh, Whatever you want to do. Yeah. You you do you, baby. <laughs> um, so, what do you want to start by talking about, Jake? Um, man, so many things. Let's let's just talk about um, let's talk about the, kind of the schedule first. Okay. Like wh- what it looks like. Yeah, just forward. because that's going to frame a lot of like the decisions going forward, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, it just came out actually uh, four or five hours ago. Um, ben Krillin just posted that um, Spurs will be playing a double in 32. So, they'll play uh, Everton and Southampton, which is a pretty good – that's a pretty good double for Spurs. Um, mm-hmm. 33 has also been announced. So, the following teams will have blanks. Um, Spurs – Southampton, Manchester City, and Fulham. Uh, now, obviously, the Man City and Spurs situation is uh, that could be a lot of players. Like I have five or four total players between those two teams right now, um, which is is a little bit tricky. So um, we got to kind of figure out how to manage manage that. I, I don't know exactly what the best thing to do is with that because obviously you're going to want to have Spurs players going into 32, um, and afterwards Spurs play uh, Sheffield United. Uh, and leads in 34 and 35. Um, and City, leading up to, to the match, has uh, in 30, Leicester, in 31, Leeds, in 32, Aston Villa. Then afterwards, in 34, they have Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton, and Everton. Um, so it's it's a little bit challenging. When you hear that just initially, Jake, what are your kind of thoughts on maybe managing Spurs and Man City players? I think... I think I'm going to try to go with three. Um, mm-hmm. Kane is finally three total. In my team Wait, after. three total between three, those two teams? Three total between the two teams. Okay. Maybe four. Okay. Um, I think four, I guess, because I can make a transfer of the week of. Yeah. Um, Man City, I'm just, I, I never know what to do with them. And this year has probably exemplified that even more. Being late to get a defender in, being late to get Goondoggy in. Um, it was actually going quite well in the beginning of the season when Man City sucked, but they decided not to suck about ten game weeks in. Yeah, almost uh, like the best actually. best team in the in the league, yeah. arguably the world, decided to like not not suck anymore. They were pretty. They were pretty bad. And and the hard thing with Pep is the rotation, right? And so it's like really, you know, Sterling. Well, I I think it's difficult oh, guessing who's going to okay. be good on that team. Yeah, I, I mean, know. like Ke- Kevin's good. And he's oh, good every okay. year, but like is he? Diaz came out of nowhere, right? And then, you know, Goondoggins had his best season ever. That's true. Um, Sterling's been terrible this year after he had one of his best seasons. So it's it's difficult. You kind of gotta. I think if you're gonna watch one game a week, you gotta watch Man City because they're so good. They're gonna have guys get points, but they rotate so much and. There's, you know, like Hans, even Cancelo this year, he's a great player to own. And it's like, if you're not right on top of it, you end up bringing them in too late. And then Pep, Pep's already rotated them out and you're screwed. 
Yeah. Um, whereas like Harry Kane's been great like the entire year. So, yeah. I, I mean, there's talk that Sun's coming back. I still have Bale on the team um, who I'm not a huge fan of. Um, so, I, I have in total five of those guys. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see what I what I should do. Hmm. Fun. Fun little conversation you just had there. A lot of insight. Uh, well, I, I, I think ultimately, you know, probably get rid of – I'd probably keep the three Spurs players and then get rid of Bale in 32. Um, and then I'm considering maybe even moving Stones to like a Chelsea defender this yeah. week. Um, I already have Rudiger, but can I get to a player that has a little bit more attacking potential? But I think I'm a little bit short, so we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe that happens. Maybe it doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean Chelsea do have in 30 West Brom and 31 Crystal Palace and 32 Brighton, right? Like that's pretty mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I mean Brighton have been okay, but like those first two games are awesome, right? So yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, great. Um, so you had wrote on our sheet and you had made a note. Why are people transferring in players currently? What do you mean yeah. by that? Well, people are making moves and there's still games left at the end of the week. Just kind of like interesting. Yeah. That's pretty standard though, right? I mean, a lot of people yeah. are just, they move they move fast. I, I think given this, I, I don't know, given the COVID situation, I would not be making a transfer until Friday. Like really, yeah. there's a chance that some of these teams, the players come back like on Wednesday and you never know, they might do a test, right? They test positive and they're out. I don't know that we'll hear that or not, right? But- We'll get a sense from the managers, right, when they say, um, you know, so, you know, maybe they'll say, oh, we've got COVID in the team or I don't know, you know, so like I wouldn't be making transfers. I think it's foolish, but yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, FPL version writes in. So now we're talking a little bit about like kind of the future past 33, right? So uh, he says uh, with potentially eight teams doubling in 35, um, is it a mistake to play the wild card in 31? Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a chance that eight, eight teams up to eight teams could double. I don't know. The problem is I don't know, like kind of what the odds are, right? Like what, what are the chances of that? I still, still don't really know. And I don't know that anyone does. I maybe Ben Krillin, I don't know. Um, so yeah, the, the two, the two thoughts have been to either play the wild card in 31 because there's a big fixture swing that kind of comes in here um, and kind of prep for that 32 double and 33 blank or like at least get your team sorted to manage that. Um, Or you hold it a little bit longer and you would like wild card in 34 or, or, or 35. I still have a bench boost. So that's my big issue right now is like, how do I set my team up for uh, that another blank or excuse me, another double game week kind of on the horizon here. Now, if for some reason uh, we would get some sort of confirmation about a, a bunch of doubles coming in 35 or 36, uh, I would be I would be holding my wild card probably and use it and then bench boost because my team's not perfect by any means, but I have relatively good matchups. Everyone's playing for the most part on the squad, not a ton of injuries. And so like, I feel like I can just kind of get through it. Does that make sense, you think, Jake? Is that reasonable? Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm going to do. Okay. So, we have a bunch of questions just kind of about like teams to kind of target going forward. So, uh, Dr. Hall wrote in teams to target for the run-in and who uh, to have in those teams, um, specifically best che- uh, Chelsea attacking a- asset or just sticking with defense. Um, what should we do? He wrote in, what should we do about the world shortage of semiconductors? That's a problem. Uh, can we blame the last full year on Bobby Love? That's a good question. 
Um, a lot of, lot of very serious questions here. Let's start with the semiconductors, Jake. You have any ideas on how we can handle that? No, I didn't even know there was a short edge. That's, what? Yeah. How did you not know that? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Oh. My father-in-law is an electrical engineer and, um, mm-hmm. and he develops, um, uh, a computer and electrical panels. He's got a bunch of patents, you know, whatever, not a big deal. But he said it's a huge mess right now. They can't develop anything. Uh, production has basically ceased. Now you know. Um, and actually, are they it's like a huge, short on materials? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no. Um, they just yeah. Semiconductors are are basically gone. Um, I think it's similar to like I don't know how it is overseas, but like right now over here in the U.S., like just anything raw materials really high. So metal costs and lumber costs right now are like through the roof. Um, so if you want to build anything, it's a it's a freaking mess. It's terrible. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, best Ch- Ch- are we looking at Chelsea attacking assets, Jake, or no? No, I'm just looking at defensive assets. Yeah, I haven't even until I, I know even, more. Yeah, I haven't even considered it. Um, Tuchel has played uh, since he's come in. No one has rotated more than he has. I think uh, only he's only fielded the same lineup like twice now in his 15 games in charge or whatever in all competitions. <laughs> Um, and I just don't see it, right? It's too hard. And there have been, I mean, there's been defensive rotation too, but less. It's been a little bit more predictable. Now, what will be confusing is when, um, Tiago comes back, right? Is that who it is, right? Who's hurt? Yeah, he's hurt. Um, I don't know any news about him coming back, but yeah, it'll shake things up. Yeah. Um, and then Zuma, Zumba, Zumba, Mr. Zumba, the dancer. Yeah. Um, also, also had an, yeah, also <laughs> Zumba. I uh, also had an injury. Um, and so, I, I don't know. When they're back, that could be a little confusing. But I think Rudiger is a pretty safe bet. I think Aspie is a pretty safe bet. And those are the players I'd be looking at. Um, yes, we can what blame about, the whole... What about Chilwell? Well, I don't know. Hasn't he, like, been rotated quite a bit? Yeah. I mean, all the outside backs have been. I'm not... Aspil, I'm, I would have to look to. Uh, so, yeah, Aspil has been rotated. So, I guess Chilwell, James, and... Alonzo are getting rotated a lot. Yeah, so yeah. like just to give you perspective, I don't know exactly when Tuchel came in, um, but like in the last handful of game weeks, let's say the last just 10, right, just for the sake of mm-hmm. argument, um, Chilwell has played zero minutes, one, two, three, four, five times. Mm-hmm. So half of the games, that is. That's math, quick maths there. Yeah, that's fair. You know uh, who actually does interest me slightly, and he'll probably just disappoint. No. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, but not related to FPL. Um, Ringo likes Halle Berry. Yeah, as well. he was like Halle uh, Berry. Yeah, Mount. Maybe Mason Mount could. Oh yeah, Tuchel like, do okay. He does like seem to like Mount, doesn't he? Mount has played yeah. quite a few minutes. I mean. Um, he has started in most of the games. Game week 27, he didn't. He only played 24 minutes. Game week 24, he played 69 minutes. But outside of that, he's been pretty consistently like playing most matches. Now, his returns are just okay, though, Jake. That would be my only... Well, actually, yeah, yeah. Pretty average, like at best. So, in the, again, the last 10 game weeks, he has two goals. That's it. Oh, three goals. Yeah. Three goals. Three goals, excuse me. Which isn't a, a absurd, right? But... You know, three returns in the last 10 game weeks. I don't know. It's just okay. I guess at the price at seven, it'd be something to consider, especially if you if you feel good about him. Um, Pulisic will, seems to not be right. He won't play, right? So, Mount probably is is locked in there. Yeah, that's what I would assume. And just with so many, like, easy games, I could see you taking a flyer on him rather than wasting yeah. 
a spot with the three defenders that you might not know who's going to play. Yeah. Um, Matt, Dr. Hall actually also wrote in, in a little note on TAA. He said, since game week 24 amongst defenders, he's second in shots, fourth in key passes, second in big chances, and second in expected assist. Um, what are your thoughts on moving back towards those Liverpool defenders? That's been something that um, I, I think it's starting to drum up like a little bit of potential support, like on people that are ready to take, you know, maybe kind of take like a risk, right. On, on some players that have some upside. Um, now, obviously right pools defense has not been great, but if you look towards the end of the year here, like let's say we started in, I don't know, like 32, they play Leeds, Newcastle, Man United, Southampton, West Brom, Burnley, Crystal Palace. You have to believe there's some clean sheets in there. And if mm-hmm. um, if Trent continues kind of on that trend, you have to believe there's probably some returns in there as well, don't you? Yeah. If I was wild carding, he'd be in my team with Jota. Yeah. Um, I like those two players. Also, I do want to clarify, I made part of the sheet this week. That was not actually a Matthew Hall question. That's my my fault for putting it under Matthew Hall. Oh, Oh, you so yeah. you you screwed everything up as you usually do. I screwed everything up, yeah. Making it very confusing. Uh, that wasn't actually a pod specific question. I just kind of like that that Yeah, it's a great stats. I mean it's a great point so. and statistically I mean you did a good job but then you just didn't organize anything right. So. Yeah. Correct. That's kind of how my life goes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, we let, I let Jake, I've been so busy with work. I was like, Hey man, can you make the sheet for the, so we do a little sheet for the pod, right? Where we grab all the questions off Twitter and discord and like topics. And then we organize them. So we kind of have some sort of flow. Like I know it doesn't always sound like that, but some sort of flow. Um, it's the second time Jake's ever made it and he still can't, he just can't do it right. Third, third or fourth, but third or fourth. How many episodes do you think we've made? Uh, over a hundred. Yeah. We're at like 127 or 128, I think now. Yeah. So you've done a good job. You've contributed a lot. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our teams for the game. Take a little break from like talking about kind of players and stuff. And let's just talk teams for a little bit, huh? Yeah, I guess we'll have to. Yeah. Because um, your team was bad, right? Let's start with yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had 41 points from one, two, three, four. Four, five players. That's actually so, not like that's not actually terrible. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. players that played did well, or I yeah. think Kufal might have played too. So six. Um, yeah, I mean, I brought in Kane and Captain Dim. I had Bamford. I brought in Lingard. I I should have brought in Rafinha. He was the other guy I was considering taking a hit for, um, mm-hmm. which probably would have worked out. But the, I mean, the hard thing too is you you take these hits and. Everybody who has those guys but didn't take a hit, they just go further up than you. I mean, right. because yeah, they did, it, they get more points because they, they didn't get minus points. So that's the way the yeah, game works. Exactly. So even yeah, well, even when these players do well, you're like, well, it's only half as good for me. But man, I did enjoy it. It seems like so long ago. I did enjoy watching Jesse Lingard like top shelf the ball like when it floated up on him against Arsenal. And I was actually watching with my wife was like, yeah, you can watch some soccer. And I was like, great. And I turned it on. Okay. Zero, zero. Pause, and, pause for a minute. Do yeah. you have to go and ask your wife for permission every time you watch soccer? No, no. But I mean, ah, she was just she, nine out of 10 times. <laughs> I, so when I lived on the West coast, I mean, games started so early that she wasn't up. 
on the East Coast, especially with the spread out schedule, which I still hate. Yeah. Stand by that. Hate. Despise. Yeah. Um, she's up, you know, she's awake. And so I don't usually yeah. spend it as much time watching <laughs> soccer. And I will use that as an excuse for not being as good this year. Um, but ultimately God. just excuse, like, it doesn't <laughs> matter with you, Jake, you've always got something, right? You're like, ah, oh, move to the East coast. Never had a choice. That's otherwise I would have been the champ this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hard to say, Jesus. but, uh, yeah, it was fun watching Jesse Lingard destroy Arsenal for like 10 minutes and somehow they came back. I don't, I don't know. You know, Arsenal's Chilling. just, they're, they're an interesting group. Yeah, yeah, interesting is a good word for it. I um any like anything I mean what was your what was your overall rank and you, what is oh, your current overall I, and then what I was your game week? You uh, my game week rank was 1.5 million overall 770,000. So I dropped a little bit, but um I mean, I think the last time we potted I was in the 900, so oh, that's okay. Right. Not so bad. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, let me look at my team quickly. Uh, I had 58 points, so I was okay this week. I mean, I was kind of like prepared for it. Um, my transfers in were, uh, so I bought, brought Veltman in, which was worked out really well, right? He had 10 points. Um, but then I brought I brought Bale in thinking like with Sun Hurt that Bale would be playing um, and it, it that obviously didn't happen. So that kind of sucks. Um, so it goes. Uh, overall or game week rank of 470k and then an overall rank of 162 now so 162,000 so like not terrible but like still kind of pathetic but whatever um we'll see going forward i like i said i'm still trying to figure out if i wild card or if i don't um i, I don't know i kind of feel stupid now about the bail transfer like that seems like a flip-flop transfer and i'm gonna want to get him out of my team now but um i don't know i guess we'll just we'll, well see you him for the double I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's like in favor. Like, is he not? Is he not going to play again? Remember that for like a while he wasn't playing. You know, like Mourinho does this thing where he wants to just like blame the performance of play of like the team on one player. He's really good at that, right? So it was Deli Alley for a while, and then that Arsenal yeah. game. Bale essentially put. He did. I will say, in Mourinho's defense, Bale put forward what was arguably the most embarrassing professional display of football in that I've ever seen. I've never seen a player like press so poorly and walk so much um, and not make like a single run or like complete a pass the entire game. So, um, so I want, you know, so, so it's, I wonder if he's getting scapegoated there. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, obviously like if, if it's, if he, there's a chance he plays against Newcastle, I'd love to have him Kane and son in the team right now. Yeah. You know, like that's what I'd prefer, but I, I just don't know if, if, is he going to play or not? I guess I could hold him and just hope for the best, right? Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, now you're making me feel like I shouldn't even play him because I have, like, better options. Right. That's my concern is, like, he might not start. Like, do, I just play Goon- off- do I play Goondog in over him? Like, what if Bale comes on just for a, a couple minutes and right. I feel like Goondog and scores two goals against Leicester? Now I, now I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. I mean, Bale ah, has only shit. done that a few times this year, but, like, he has come on for a couple, like, 20-minute cameos right where he comes on late i I don't know i guess we'll see so that's kind of where i'm at with my team um should we look at leaderboards probably right yeah we haven't done that in a while so i'll do um i'll do league dive right now and then you can do the psl deal deal all right um 
top 10 in league dive and we had some big scores we had some 87s 88s that's pretty crazy really really good stuff um intense uh 10th sprue sprue big big drop there um in ninth reens 11 in eighth highwaymen in seventh fc dre and sixth wonder squad trademarked i like that in fifth bielsa dub in fourth smile you son of a klitsch that's a play on words um in third uh at um abdo 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 uh in second nods county and in first uh lucas levius quite levius 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 luvius levius quaver sean mccall um 87 points this game week huge i wonder did he play free hit yeah free hit played well done holy crap game week rank of 3,382 and in overall jake double digit overall rank double digit Overall rank in our league, execute order 66 is what his rank is right now. More like, uh, well, yeah, order 66, also 51% order. Um, Yeah, execute order 51%. Uh, Yeah, just remember that, okay, uh, Sean. Okay, remember, remember that anything you win in any of your leagues, like even if it's just like a league against like, you know, your family... I don't know, like a league with terminally ill children. Whatever you win, you owe us 51% of all winnings. Like if someone gives you a high five, like for winning, winning, you need to like, you know, short that high five and be like, save the rest for Jake and Marco. Okay? Okay, good. Jake. Yeah. PSL Super League? Yeah. Uh, number five with the, looks like the high score of the league must have free hit. Um, uh, El Pollo Loco. That's uh, the crazy chicken for those of you that don't speak Spanish. Uh, Pav Patel. Number four, Sporting Side Burns Gaz FPL. Um, number three, Sterling Effort Luke Boyer. Uh, number two, the Coyote Kid, Matt Frisky. That son and of a bitch. One, he just won't go away, will he? That son of a <laughs> he bitch. doesn't go away. Jesus and, Christ. And, uh, I think there's a name change here. Number one, Havertz a clue, um, not a fake Dr. Matt. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. Yeah, no, uh, I'm So not a fake Dr. Uh, Matt. Frisky, is, is, it, so. is it Dr. Matt, though? That's what's confusing. You know, is it him or is yeah. it someone else? Yeah, I don't know. Took a hit this week. Overall, overall rank of about 10k. Good job by him. I hope he gets into. I hope he gets into. Um, you know, like thousands, the thousands, right? So, tri- uh, four digit, four digit rank is kind of the goal for him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. All right. Um, I don't think we need a break, do we, Jake? No, we can keep going. All right, let's just keep rolling on. If anyone needs to take a break, what you can do now is you can hit pause. Fun fact. Come back to it later. Um, second half of the pod, let's talk a little bit about, we've got some like injury news. We've got some more questions like about, you know, just like transfers and things like that. So, so let's get into it. Um, the only thing for a Patreon that I just wanted to shout this week, thank, I mean, I guess I'll just say this. Thanks to our Patreons. Like I know that part of the reason everyone joins the Patreon is for like interaction on discord and things like that. And I guess I do, I am sometimes I will go as far as to say I, I've been embarrassed only a few times in my life 
Um, normally, I don't let myself feel that emotion, um, even though I sh probably should be feeling it every single day. But I, I do feel a little embarrassed that Jake and I both have been pretty uninvolved, like with the Discord group, because it's a, it's a cool group of people, and um, and I just feel really bad. But it's just you know, it's kind of the state of things right now. Um, there's pins, a lot of chatter, like people have been saying, like, oh, are they not going to be doing the podcast anywhere? Like, yes, we're doing the podcast. We just. Um, I really, and I'm appreciative that Discord people have been kind of like reaching out and just saying like, hey man, like, you know, focus on your job, focus on your life. You know, we obviously want you in here, but like do those things first. And and if it means like you can't do the other stuff just to keep the pod going, like we prefer that, right? And so thanks for the support on that, guys. We're, you know, we want to keep it going and we want it to still be like a fun podcast. That's just what it has to be right now. And this is it. So um, on we go, Jake. Um Let's talk about 30 because you had just said a while ago, you had said, you look at your team, you feel like it looks almost perfect. Like you feel that good about it. Why do you feel that way? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I have Harry Kane, which has been someone to own the whole season and he goes against Newcastle. So like, yeah. I mean, I know he's owned by almost half the team, but half the teams, but I like that. I also like that. I have Fernandez. Um, yeah. I have son who's coming back. Um, I also have DCL, you know, still owned by like a, a large percent, like, wow, 36, a little bit more than I thought. Um, but he's against crystal palace. And then, you know, Bamford against chef Sheffield, uh, United, uh, didn't want to just say Sheffield there. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, I, I just like all those guys. And then in the back, I honestly don't know who to who to play. Like, I have Shaw against Brighton. He might actually be someone that I might not play. I like his attacking potential, but Brighton have been better. And then I have Rudinger against West Brom. You know, Kanza and Martinez against Fulham. I just feel like everybody should be able to get me points. And then Lingard as well. Um, who's kind of been on a tear and it's like I just don't you know I'm wondering how all these teams who you know did their free hit obviously that's great but I, you know are their teams set up for this week who knows I don't know maybe some some teams didn't do the free hit and they just took tra more transfers I don't I don't know but mm -hmm. I like my team for this week um, which means I'm probably going to do terrible right yeah no <laughs> I was going to just say that like normally when anyone looks at their team and you're like, yeah, 100 points in the bag, right? Like, it's game over, right? You're, you are going to have the worst game week uh, of your of your career, no doubt. Mm -hmm. um, no, it is an interesting game week because there are so many, like, pretty strong matchups. So, obviously, Chelsea against West Brom is a huge game. Leeds against Sheffield United has good attacking potential. Um, you've got kind of a challenging match with that Leicester, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, kind of hard to call those games given where those teams are at right now. Um, you know, and then you've got uh, obviously Spurs against Newcastle, Aston Villa against Fulham. You know, obviously, like you said, Brighton have been playing much better, but, you know, Man United against Brighton. And then um, this Everton Crystal Palace game where Crystal Palace have been relatively poor. Everton haven't been great either, but if you have attacking assets like like a DCL, um, you know, you trust them in that match. Um, you know, looking at my team, I feel kind of the same way, right? A lot of good quality. The question becomes, you know, like Bale for me is the big question mark. Is he, is he in bad favor? Is he, is he not going to be playing anymore? Um, because if he is going to be playing, I would be very excited to have him, Son and Kane in my team going against, um, what is just honestly a sad Newcastle side. Um, I think it's time they get relegated as much as I like Newcastle. Yeah. It's, it's just... they, it's almost like they deserve it. 
Should we talk a little bit about kind of injury returns? You had made some notes on that. That was probably smart, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, I just so we think Sun's coming break, back, right? So. We think Sun's probably yeah. good or no? Yeah, I think so. I'm Has he been I'm in not training? sure how much he's going to play, but, um, you know, I'm not 100% if he's been in training yet. Okay. Um, obviously, Jota's back. That's an interesting one. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, I want to get him in. Um, yeah. I, I'm almost tempted to make the transfer from either like Bale to Jota or uh, Rafinha this week. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I'm all in on Jota as well. I, I think uh, especially given Liverpool's um, kind of anemic attack, uh, you know, like he's a player that I think they may even – I don't know if I want to say like rely on, but maybe, right? They might lean on him a bit more for some production. Yeah, it's almost like as soon as he was gone, they just fell apart. That's and true. like yeah. Mane and Salah didn't do anything. So it's like they almost need Jota. And he he played in like Firmino's role the last game. So I'm interested. My 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 interest is peaked and I I might honestly jump on him early just to try to make up some ground. Yeah, no, I think I think it'd be a great pick. In fact, for a while I was even considering if I was going to wild card this week, my thought had been well maybe I'll I'll dump Salah and I'll I'll carry Jota and a Liverpool defender instead and I'm still left with a lot of money to distribute elsewhere. Could be interesting. Grealish back in training as well. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I just had him on here. Probably going to play, I think, if he still held on to him. You know, Fulham. I, you know, I don't know. Fulham have been a lot better. So, um, I probably wouldn't bring him in. But if you have him on your team still, you might want to play him. Yeah. Um, Ings, Maddo, Colum Wilson, all returning, likely returning from injury this week. Um, any of those three do you like? No, I actually do like Leicester after this week, though. Um, I don't think they have the greatest end to the season, kind of like middle of the table, but they have a um, a run of like West Brom, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, and of course they're still kind of playing for, for purpose. Um, and, you know... Kalichi has been very interesting of late. I'm not sure. I should have probably put some stats in there, but he's he's been play, they've been playing a three four one two, mm-hmm. um, and so the question is, does Matto play behind Vardy and Kalichi, and that would kick Perez back off off the squad? I don't I don't know. Or Perez would play out wide. I guess yeah. um, I don't it, follow Lester closely enough, but I like Matto in that spot. It's hard to imagine. Inacho not playing, like given the tear that he's been on, right? Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, interestingly, Vardy's underlying stats have been slightly better, but for the price, you know, if I was wildcarding, I'd consider him as like a third striker. Yeah. Uh, Ings and Callum Wilson don't interest me just because of where the teams are at right now. Yeah. I mean, both those teams are struggling, but just FYI, they're coming back. So. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for doing that, Jake. You had wrote another idea to talk about on here. Who, if you're going to wild card uh, this next week, right? Who would you who would you transfer in this week? Like, are you kind of proposing yeah. that as like a punt of sorts? Yeah, like if you were going to just get one guy that you want to get in this week before you wild card. I I, I was thinking Jota for me, but yeah. I was just curious yeah. as your thoughts. Interesting. Okay. That'd be a good one. Uh, the downer is that they do play Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal aren't like incredible. But they've been okay defensively, right? Yeah, until they gave up three goals against West Ham. I don't know. Like, I didn't see that coming in that game. Yeah. 
Me neither. I don't know who else my punt might be. You know, I might, if I could get something from Tuchel, I might, I might be like a Chelsea attacker, like on a punt. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be mm-hmm. something, you know, I, I probably would not on a wild card bring a Chelsea attacker in, but I might take a punt if I knew I could get them out of my team the next week. It's like what you said. There are, there's so many good matchups that you're going to almost, some teams will have trouble like selecting a bench, right? So it almost yeah. might make sense to go with like, you take a risk on a Chelsea attacker and you start them. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. You have a good first sub, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're wild card, I don't even think, yeah, God go ahead. damn it. Don't know. How about you just don't interrupt me? How about that? How about that? You want to try again? Yeah. No, you don't. That's the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. Just forget it. God damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm sorry. Um, the other player, and you're gonna be really, really mad I interrupted you. But the other player that's like kind of interesting is like Richarlison against Crystal Palace. Jesus he scored it. Like here we go. I. <laughs> I know, but he's he like check out his stats recently. He scored in like his last. If you're just gonna have him for like one week against Crystal Palace, like kind of makes sense. If like price doesn't make a difference to you. Hmm. I just don't. I don't know that yeah. I can have this conversation with you anymore, Jake. I'm, I'm just a little. I'm burned out. You know. Okay. Okay. Charles, yeah, we can move on to the next. Okay, just move on. <laughs> um, watch, he'll get a fucking goal or something this week. I'll be so mad. You'll be like, I said that you should have had with Charleston. I'm Jake. <sighs> that was me being you. Snooty, yeah. you. All right, moving on. Um. Kind of a random question. Captain Hindsight, who's having an insane season, by the way. I think Hindsight's like top 100 as well, by the way. Um, who replaces Aguero for City in the summer and how much is Holland going to cost them? Um, yeah, I mean, you, you got to think. We, we were actually talking about that. What do you think Holland sells for? It's a good, this is completely not even FPL related, but what do you think he actually sells for? Uh, man, I don't know like what strikers have gone for recently. I guess... Let me look. Let me look. Um, he's twenty, by the way. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Are you? What are you? Are you looking something up? I was looking up to see like what what Pierre was sold. So he was, got sold. What was he sold for? Aubameyang. Yeah. So he was he was only four, like just under. Four 40 million euros for three year. Um, but he's obviously older. I yeah, would like say a hundred, a hundred and sixty million. Yeah. I was going to guess 175 is what I think he okay. might end up. So hundred million American. Is that what you think? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they like, don't get to sell him because they're going to ask too much. I don't know. We'll see. They've done that before. Haven't they? Or like they keep them like an extra year. Yeah, Dortmund. Yeah, I mean, I think the move. Were there like the- a little? St- were there a little kind of stickery on the price? And uh, yeah, I don't know how long his contract is, but he's he's going yeah. to want to leave at some point and go to another club, and so they should yeah. just sell him now. They, he'll never be worth more than he is now. His current yeah. conversion rate is through the roof. He's super young, like literally, just from a business perspective, like you you sell him. You know, you have to sell him. Ask yeah, no, Jim. Ask Jim. Jim will tell you. Jim will say, cost analysis of a regressional mean 
times the derivative of, of a multiplier of six multiplied by his age and divided by the total conversion rate of, uh, of his O'Reilly old and, uh, Bosch Deno. And now you do a regression double analysis. You'll see that he's worth exactly $10 million, but they'll get 172 million and they'll overpay for him. You know, something like that. He'll tell us. He'll just be like, he, uh, he should come on during the summer for our like pods just for that reason. Oh, yeah. To like when he pretends he's a computer. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and just with all like the transfers during that time. Yeah, since he hopefully does, he does. next year we'll, yeah. Yeah. He does a nice job of keeping up with transfers. I'll give him that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendall writes in the best two Chelsea defenders to pick. They've been debating it on Discord. We talked about that a little earlier in the pod. I mean, I think it's so. I guess you, if you, what if you include Mendy in that conversation, right? So for me, it's it's Rudiger. Uh, yeah. R- Rudiger is one of them. Do you agree? Um, if you're including Mendy, ooh, it starts to get a little tricky for me. Well, what? Where, who do you think? I kind of like I like Chilwell. I know he's been I know he's been like switched on and off, but I feel like he's only going to miss like one game the rest of the year. That's just a gut feeling. Really? What is it that's making you think that? Well, that's true. I guess they're still in Champions League. Ah, you're right. All right, you're right. You're right, Rudinger. Well, my concern is just yeah. My concern is more just like. (laughs) yeah well, i don't know yeah. like Champ- aren't- champions league matches too yeah that's gonna be hard i mean if we look at like let's just say i mean what do you think a reasonable like recently because they're they're trying to finish top four right so they're gonna they're gonna most likely play their top players right yep okay so let's just look over like the last six game weeks in terms of like statistical stuff for all these players um so duh, 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 duh. let me just look at these chelsea guys um, all right, expected goals over the last six game weeks. Um, let's see. Alonzo leads leads the charge with that team or with that group uh, with like 1.47, which is very high. And Chilwell's right behind him, actually. And then Reese James, expa- exactly as you'd expect. So if you're looking for like returns, those are probably the players. Um, in fact, Rudiger's pretty low. Like Thiago Silva's a, a little bit higher. Zuma's higher. Aspilicueta's higher, not by like a ton, but Rudiger's just basically like he's he's a set piece threat. I think that's about it, right? Um, yep. So, I guess the next thing I would be looking at would just be minutes of the players. Um, and if we look there, um, let's separate that. So Rudiger, Christensen, and Aspi and Zuma have all played 540 minutes. So they they've all played uh, six starts in the last six game oh in the last six uh, matches so over their like Champions League and stuff as well, um, or their last six matches that they've played in. Excuse me. So I, you know my concern is just like is just rotation. I, the Chilwell thing scares me a little bit. I think probably my two favorite would be the combination of Mendy and Rudiger. I think that's going to reap good rewards. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, if they didn't have Champions League, I'd probably take the flyer on Chilwell. But with Champions League, no, he's too important to them. Yeah, um, Wilson says if we played the bench boost, is a fifth plane defender necessary? That's interesting, right? Because it does. We've we've calmed down a little bit with like these COVID cases ruling players out. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like those teams kind of have things under control. 
I think if I were wildcarding right now, given my rank, which is pretty average, right? 160,000 or whatever. Um, and I had the flexibility to kind of like rip my team up. I would not have a fifth plane defender or midfielder. Agreed. One of the, or excuse me, not a midfielder, either a fifth plane defender or a striker. I might go with like a dirt cheap striker as well. Um, depending on the way I kind of want to go. But there's been so many like mid-priced, right? Mid-priced strikers that have been good this year. So I'd probably yeah. lean more towards like, there haven't been as many low, low price defenders that have been doing great. So I might lean towards like getting the cheapest defender I can and then going from there. Would you do that? Yeah, I probably would not go super low with like strikers because even like, Bamford, second highest scoring striker this year. Watkins, fifth, you know. So I would probably just rotate my strikers um, and and go relatively low with my fifth mid and, you know, the lowest I could with my defender. That plays maybe. Um, Well, Geek wrote in, have you seen the latest fixture news? If not, um, or if so, can you talk a little bit of strategy around it? I think we talked about it at the top of the pod, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we just have a few random questions left that, which should be fun. Um, uh, who are you captaining though? I mean, I'm leaning Kane. I feel like that's just really obvious, right? Yeah. Kane, Kane till I die. All right. Yeah. I'm not even going to think about it otherwise. Um, all right. Follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, the other the dive online, divefpl.com. You can download our podcast anywhere, you know, leave a review, leave a five star, you know, like, follow, subscribe, you know, like what YouTube guys say. Um, you can support our Patreon uh, at patreon.com, the art of the dive. Um, so we have some fun questions as Jake labeled them on the sheet. Keith says, choose one. You finish an FPL season ranked number one, but you are tied with 65,000 other managers because you all just copied the exact moves Magnus Carlson told you each game week. Or you finish in 900,000th place with your highest score ever and made all the decisions yourself and then he said or jake oh or jake yeah, wasn't referring sure. to magnus carlson there's an asterisk yeah, to direct you yeah as if to say I you're as be... good as magnus carlson which makes this whole yeah. question not so fun it's dumb yeah that's kind of i agree with you on that which is rare um i would still finish number one yeah i just i'd rather copy someone and not have to think about the game and just like do it this whole like I'm, i still don't know and maybe it's because i'm a sheep as they say but like I, I just don't understand this whole like play your own game mentality i've never got that i, I don't get what people think about that I, I, it's the same thing as like the eye test thing like my eye test tells me more than your stats do it's just like okay bro like stop doing that um i think people like want to be special right isn't that what it is yeah yeah they want to be special um who wrote this one what who is in your twitter circle what does that mean oh that was me i just saw like the little twitter circles i thought that was funny what are twitter circles what are you talking about oh i don't know like if you go you haven't been on twitter like people have like these like circles and it has like all the people that you react you interact with the most and it like makes a circle of like their picture around you so I just, I just how do I look at that? How do I find that. it? Where is it? I don't know. I honestly don't. You know me. I don't know that stuff. You just found it somewhere and you were like, that's a Twitter circle. I just saw the picture. Yeah. If I was all over Twitter and it was like every couple ones I found was like someone talking about their like little circle. Hmm. I don't get it and I don't like it. 
All right, you'll have to check it out. That's fine. Right. We'll skip that one. Neil writes in Godzilla versus King Kong versus COVID. Who wins? COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. I really think like Godzilla would win. Can primates get COVID? Like Godzilla? Yeah, they probably could, couldn't they? Godzilla is a reptile, though, isn't he? Oh, King Kong. I mean, King Kong. I flip flop. Yeah, right? King Kong might be able to get it. Godzilla yeah. probably can't get it. Although, like, is, COVID is he really like a pe- is he like a penguin? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he breathes fire, so he could be like like a penguin. The penguins are mammals, right? Yeah, like, well, I don't know. I just think like COVID would lose personally. Why? Because like, what did COVID really do? I don't know. Like, killed, are we talking about like killed like ten million down, people? Like, didn't it? Yeah, but don't you think Godzilla could kill more? Well, this isn't a question Even of King is Kong. that is that the metric that we're using for wins and losses? The number of ki- the amount was, of that's killing. That's what I don't know. That's why I don't know. Oh, I, thought, like, I see. Like, who does more out. damage? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that's a way you could, you know, take this question: mm. who does more damage? I mean, then we could play the whole the economic game, right? Who did the most economic damage to countries? Probably COVID. Yeah. I mean, oh, even if Godzilla really? smashed like a whole city. You know, like like, like Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, he, he knocks all of Tokyo down. Let's say, right? Like, think about mm-hmm. the global economic impact of COVID. What if like he keeps going? Well, at some point they're going to have to kill him, don't they? Don't they kill those animals? Don't those animals die? I don't know. How would you kill Godzilla? Uh, I don't. Don't Duke? they? Yeah, I don't. Don't they do that? Don't they shoot him? I don't know. I just feel like his skin. They give him probably give him COVID. They give him COVID. They just give him COVID, and then they run away. (laughs) Oh god! I don't know. That's probably why China built the virus in the first place, in case Godzilla came. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Moving on. All right, whatever. Wilson writes in: Would you rather a stranger win FPL or your nemesis Bobby Love win it? Since Bobby Love would have to give you fifty-one percent of the prize. That's a that's I mean that's an ethical conundrum there. Um, <laughs> allow my sworn enemy happiness in exchange for happiness, or a complete stranger <laughs> wins and then I'm happy because Bobby Love's not happy. Hmm. <laughs> I think you'd choose number two, personally. You want Bobby Love to win? No, I think you'd choose for Bobby Love not to win. Yeah. Part of me, though, like, likes the idea of Bobby Love winning, but then having to give me, like, you know, like, having the pleasure of taking, it's almost like I won, right? Because I get 51%, Mm -hmm. he only gets 49%, quick maths, and it's like, I'm actually a better winner than Bobby Love is. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess either way. You'd have to hear him talk about winning, though, for the rest of your life. Right. But then for the rest of my life, I could be like, yeah, like, I got, I'm the actual winner here, you know? He's like a pseudo winner. He's a pseudo winner, right? Like, he thinks he won. He thinks he won. But, like, I got 51% of the FPL mug that that FPL official sent him. You know, he had to smash it into pieces, weigh it out, send me 51% of it, you know? Worth worth i don't know yet i'll have to think on that one a little bit all right well that's all we got for a pod that was fun uh good to catch up sorry that the information was average probably at best but it was still a good little uh good little fpl chat if you will huh jake yeah it was good 
Okay. Um, let's get out of here. Good luck to everybody. Uh, I'm going to wait till Friday to make any of my moves. I, I kind of got to still decide what I want to do. But uh, until then, I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die. <laughs> <laughs>